0: It is always a joy to be in the house of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm excited in my spirit. Hallelujah. Because God is beautiful, the Holy Ghost is the perfect person. Hallelujah. Last week we were learning about complaining and memory. And the week before it was about the things that fight us. Our victorious living. And today, I think all those weeks, each Wednesday service, it's teaching us something. And tonight, we are continuing. And I'm speaking on the subject evil speaking and negative influence. Evil speaking and negative influence. Evil speaking. And negative influence. Hallelujah. Certain synonyms that we can use for evil speaking are slander, gossip, wrong report, wrong ideology, just to give a wrong impression about something or a situation. Hallelujah. And this wrong information or wrongdoing is meant to cause harm. And it's an act of wickedness. Praise the Lord. That is what evil speaking simply means. Then you ask yourself, what is negative influence? So if I am speaking something slanderous, or I am passing an information which is not right, or I am demeaning something which is not meant to be demeaned. I am creating the awareness that whatever it is that I am talking about, or whatever situation that I am making to be so evil, that is the impression and the perception I am creating in the minds of anybody. Hallelujah. So wherever that information is given, wherever that information is received, there's a negative influence of wrong or something that is not good so irrespective of what the truth may be or what the circumstance may be because of the negative influence that negative influence is registered so even when the actual thing is meant to be said because of the negative influence which has a greater hold you find it difficult to take the positive influence hallelujah hallelujah And is it true or not? When you hear a wrong report of something, before you hear a good report, don't you find it difficult to associate the two? Thinking that the wrong report is, is actually the truth and the right report is not. Because you heard the wrong report first. It happens in every situation. If I come and I say, I enter the church and I'm like, this seat is not good. That is the perception I have about giving a wrong, I've spoken evil about the chair. So anybody who comes in, because that's the information that has been said, anyone who comes, don't sit on this chair because this chair is bad. But if one person who knows that the chair is good comes to tell you, there's nothing wrong with the chair. You say, no, are you sure? Because so many people have said that this chair is wrong. So that chair is left and Everybody will sit on another chair. And initially, this chair is meant to be the best chair in the house. But because the wrong reporter said, oh, the chair is faulty. So everybody sits on the one that is the next option, which might not be the best. So, in evil speaking and negative influence, when evil is spoken and the evil is registered, it is difficult to change the mindset of evil to good. Hallelujah. So tonight we are going to learn why we are not supposed to encourage evil speaking to promote negative influence, hallelujah. As children of God, we are supposed to be propagators of good news. We are supposed to be propagators of the good things that the Holy Spirit has birthed in us. We are supposed to show for the goodness of God. Irrespective of the situation, in every circumstance, we should always see the good in everything before we see the negative. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. But I will read from verse 32 to 34. But my emphasis is on 33. And it says, What do I gain if merely from the human point of view I fought with wild beasts at Ephesus? If the dead are not raised at all, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we will be dead. 33. Do not be so deceived and misled. Evil companionships, communion, associations corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character. 34. Awake from your drinking stupor and return to sober sense and your right minds, and sin no more, for some of you have not the knowledge of God you are utterly and willfully and disgracefully ignorant and continue to be so, lacking the sense of God's presence and all true knowledge of him. I say this to your shame. Reading it, I was like, Paul was really upset with the people. He really insulted them. But he didn't insult them out of He he insulted them because they deserved it. Hallelujah. He simply was ministering to the people, but in Ephesus, it seemed like, though they were godly people and they were understanding who Christ was and understanding who Paul was talking about and the life that Paul was teaching them about, they were allowing themselves to be deceived and misled because... As I was preparing, I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, how do we, how do I break it down for us to understand this scripture, especially the verse 33? Evil companionships, communion association, corrupt and depraved good manners and morals and character. When you read it in the uh, New Living Translation, it says, Do not be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. 34. Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. For to your shame I say that some of you don't know God at all. He's simply trying to tell us that if you do not know, if you know, if you say you know God, you will do what is right. Hallelujah. And as children of God, especially the church, the people of God. It's about time we have a wake up call and understand that we are the standard of living on this earth. It is not the other way around. Hallelujah. We do not allow the world to dictate to us how we are supposed to speak. We do not allow the world to dictate to us the mindset we are supposed to have. How our mind should be should be how the things we put into our mind should be put. How we should express ourselves in this world. Hallelujah. It is the other way around. And this is what was a problem with the people in the city of Ephesus. Because let me give you a practical practical we are We are all in this house. We are children of God. We are people of God. Then I am a member. You are a member. So we come to church. Then maybe one of the ushers, as the usher welcomes you in, because I have a good relationship with Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris is my very good friend. We all come to church. We break bread, fellowship together. But I have a challenge. I like to gossip. Praise the Lord. But I'm a godly person. And Pastor Chris is very, very calm. He doesn't like issues. But we are best friends in the house of God. So when we're coming to church one Sunday, then we met the usher at the gate. Then the usher ushered us in, put us somewhere that we're supposed to sit. But maybe as I was sitting down, something of mine fell down. And instead of the usher being kind enough to prompt me nicely, the usher just stabbed me on the back in a rough way. So it disoriented me. So I was upset the whole of service. So when we closed service, I called Pastor Chris. I'm like, ah, didn't you see what the usher did to me? He really annoyed me. I wish I could tell the usher because they are not supposed to do that. They are ushers, they are fond of that. Instead of making people's spirit be more joyous when they come to church, they are there and they are annoying us, sit here, stop here, always distracting us. And instead of Pastor Chris tell, to tell me that, oh, it's okay. All that matters is that we came to the church. We came to the house of God to worship God and that is what is important. Pastor Chris will not tell me anything. You say, hmm, hmm. He will talk. He's not going to say anything negative. He's not encouraging me. But the fact that he said, hmm, so it has given me the utterance to still continue to say what I'm saying. So, irrespective of the fact that he's my best friend, he should have rebuked me, stopped me when I was saying what I was saying, because I was only polluting what we had come to the house of God to get. By complaining. By memory. Yes, what happened, happened. But why will I hold on to it throughout the whole of service? And trust me, if I should, somebody should ask, Oh, how are you blessed in church today? You tell the person that. Nanka, the world would have ministered to me. But the usher anointed me. That is evil speaking. And then negative influence. Of what I said. Yes. Pastor Chris is a calm spirited person. But I have still registered my displeasure and my wrong feelings by words. So those words are sown a seed. So he might not have a problem with the usher. He might not have a problem with anyone. But the more I keep speaking evil words. Every time he doesn't rebuke me. He doesn't stop me the more I'm sowing seeds because Christ, God created us with words. Everything in this world was created by words. Everything that happens to our lives is created by words. So everything that enters our heart is a word that is spoken. And once that word is spoken, it doesn't come back. So the more you keep feeding, I keep feeding Pastor Chris with my arguments and problems. Another time it comes, ah, Today, the sermon that Papa preached, when he spoke about the person, I'm sure he was talking about me. Why should he not talk about you? The word is supposed to come to correct you. But instead of taking the correction, you now go and sit down and go back. Chris, I said, I no, said, Today, the, uh, it, was, it was like he was talking to me. So me cry. I felt like somebody had gone to tell him what happened. Why don't you just take the correction? And work on yourself. Don't assume that a word has gone forth for Papa to come and use you as. And then they may not have me here preaching. No. The Holy Spirit knows everything. Irrespective of how we give him and treat him. He may not mind us. But no one should take the Holy Spirit for granted. He knows everything. What you think you are doing in secret, that you have the self-righteous attitude to come and stand and judge people for their sins and things they do, that you think, because you are not doing it, you are holier than thou. Be careful. Because in that self-righteous act, you tend to speak evil by always complaining, by always justifying and always speaking ill about people. And this person, you should watch their character. They don't know how to talk to people. Even when you are greeting them, the way they'll respond. Are you concentrating on yourself? Are you building your walk with God? Or you are there to be mocking people for the wrong that they do? Sometimes we do it thinking that it is right. Somebody will come to church. The person is not worshiping. They say, oh, let's rise to our feet. Let's acknowledge our father. The person is sitting down. Don't let it worry you. That person is not understanding reverence. They think they are doing you. They think they are doing the man of God. You concentrate and serve God. Concentrate and build yourself. Leave that person to the Holy Spirit. Leave that person because God deals with all of us individually. Maybe in, raise, in standing out to acknowledge the presence of our Father, that is where that person's miracle will come. But the person refuses not to do it. Is that person who is going to be in the same place. It is not your place to determine how the person should serve God. Hallelujah. So let's be mindful because in always watching what is happening around us, we, are, we tend to take offense for God or for the people that are doing the wrong thing. And then we end up speaking evil. And when we do that, we only plant seeds. And those seeds give a negative influence. So even when the person changes or when the attitude of the people gets better, because of the negative reports that has been implanted and imprinted on our minds, we do not see the good in people. And that's what brings us to perspective. Because of the perception I have, let me use an example. Oh, as for Pastor Rich did. Pastor Rich did. she doesn't, she's not a nice person. So, when you see her and she's not nice to you, don't worry. That's how she is. But maybe you are used to seeing people who are nice. So, even if Ray stands here and is ministering to you, you are like, "Ah, but this person, she's not a nice person. So, I'm sure everything that she's come to say is not nice. So, you are shut yourself from receiving from God. Hallelujah. That is what negative influence causes. It causes you to cut off the flow of God, the blessings of God and what God wants to do in their lives. You do not determine how God will bless you. You do not determine whom God will use to be a blessing to you. So anytime you come into the house of God, wherever you go, always have an open mind of goodness. Have an open spirit to To receive from God and do not look at the person that God is going to use. Because if you have a perception about certain people, about your leaders, about people around you, you will never be blessed because you are holding back God's blessings from your life. Because he is the one who will determine how you be blessed. You are not the one to determine how he should bless us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So back to my scenario. So, Pastor Chris and I, we are still friends. Every time, so then now it gets to a point. Pastor Chris thinks that he's still okay. His heart is fine. But now, any little thing that happens in church, he becomes nonchalant. It's like every Sunday cry or every weekday service cry, there's always an issue. Because if Pastor Rich is always telling me about this thing, then it means that thing is a problem So if it's a problem, instead of even praying about it, you are like, we've done it, it's their nature, so it's there. So you have resigned yourself to indifference, thinking that, me, I don't talk. Me, I don't say anything. I'll still come because me, is my church. I can't go anywhere else. But what you are doing is, with that indifference, you shut yourself off from being an agent of change, from being a better person of yourself because me always talking to you about the problems now your life is still the problems every day you also have negative reports you don't have any positive things to say because our relationship even though it's a godly relationship it is evil counsel that I keep giving you and it keeps corrupting you and corruption does not happen one time it is little little seeds and like I said When you allow yourself to be fed the wrong things, you might say, oh, it will not have an effect on me. My heart is still where it is. But be very careful. Anyone who is around you, especially in the house of God, or you have godly friends who are not giving you godly counsel at every time, be careful. And if you do not rebuke them, You have no business rebuking somebody who is not your friend. Because if you cannot tell your friend the right thing, how can you tell a stranger or a new person who comes to church? So it seems like we we come into the house of God. It's like certain problems never leave. They keep recurring. We should all check ourselves and check the counsel that we share with each other. When you meet your brother or your sister... What conversations do you have? When you meet your friend or people outside, what kind of discussions do you have? Are they seasoned with the word of God or are they are seasoned with complaining memory? Let's go to Exodus 12. Let me give you another illustration. From verse 38. Yes, Exodus 12, verse 38. 38 said. And a mixed multitude went also with them. And very much livestock, both flocks and heads. And they baked on living cakes of the dough which they had brought out of. Was not living because they were driven out of Egypt and could not wait. Nor had they prepared provisions for themselves. Now the surgeon of the children of Israel who lived in Egypt was 430 years and it came to pass at the end of the 430 years, that very same day, it came to pass that all the armies of the Lord went out of the land of Egypt. It is a night of solemn observance to the Lord for bringing them out of the land of Egypt. This is that night of the Lord, a solemn observance for the children of Israel throughout their generations. The makes when they were leaving Israel, when they were in slavery, it was not only Israelites that were in slavery, they had different tribes and different people there. But as they left and the chance came for them to leave Egypt out of slavery, some of these people followed them. And the complaining, the troubles that started for the Israelites was because of the words that the mixed multitude were saying. They did not understand God. They did not understand the God of the Israelites. They did not understand the mission that God sent Moses for the people of Israel for. Just like when, uh, with the plagues, when it came to the marking of the doorposts, it is not only Israelites that mark their doorposts. Anybody who heard it and who believed it and said, oh, as they are saying it, let's do it. All those people, the angel of death passed over their home. So most of those people were like, hey, if this one has happened and the chance has come for us to leave Egypt, we will follow these people because their God is a powerful God. But the people of Egypt, God has been with them of Israel. God was with them every step of the way. They knew who God was to them. But this makes most you did not understand who the God they were serving was. So they started complaining, hey, you people should we have stayed back? Now you've made us come into the wilderness for this journey that we don't know where we are going. Me, I'm tired though. If I known I should have stayed behind. If I known I should have stayed behind. Instead of the Israelites shouting the mixed multitude and telling them that we did not force you to follow us. It's either you trust our God because we are trusting our God and we are going with Him. But they kept quiet. They kept quiet and they, the words were, they kept on complaining, kept on murmuring. So then now Instead of they using the word that the Holy Spirit had put in them to shut the wrong, wrong, the negative reports of the mixed multitude, they kept quiet. And then now it had had an effect on them, so they also started to complain. They also started to murmur. And when one or two Israelites start, because they are all one people, they start staring in their home, their families are. But it's true. What these people are saying. It's true. We came. We, are, we don't know where we are going. Now we are hungry. See, if we had even stayed there, as yes, we were suffering, but it was better there. Then it kept on moving. The word was transferring. It was going. It was breeding and brooding in their hearts. So Moses heard it. But by the time Moses heard it, unfortunately, they had corrupted almost all of them. So like I always say, a journey that would have taken them three days. It took them 40 years just because they allowed evil speaking to affect them and have a negative influence on them. Hallelujah. And the the ultimate person who suffered for this negative influence was Moses. Because the complaining and the memory and the negative report became too much, it overwhelmed him that Moses, instead of listening to the voice of God, he responded to the voice of the people and acted wrongly. And in that God caused him not to see the promised land. Hallelujah. So we should be very careful and not say that, oh, as for me, no evil word can worry me. Me, I'm a child, I'm a daughter, I'm a son of Adonai. There's nothing that anybody will tell me. Me, I can hear. Let me hear it so I'll keep it. So now i know that these people are not for me. But in listening to them. You might not contribute. You say you are not part. But that's why the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. So if you do not hold on to your spirit man, and you allow wrong counsel and wrong words, any wrong word that is spoken to your spirit, it then manifests in your mind. And when it manifests in your mind, the mind is the biggest place. where we are children of God every day. We need to renew our mind because the stronghold in the mind is so strong. And because the mind is so strong and it is a place where sometimes the enemy uses to get us any evil word for it to come out of your mind, it takes a process and that process is quite tedious but it is easy for one who knows the word of God. Hallelujah. But if you do not know the word of God, if you do not understand who you are in Christ, if you do not know what you've been called to and what to feed your spirit with, You are easily swayed. You are easily moved from having the right word of the spirit to transferring your mind and your thoughts to negative things. Hallelujah. Just by one evil word that was spoken to you. So today, tonight, we need to understand that Any evil word, any evil counsel, any slander, any gossip, anything that does not edify you personally, that does not edify the church, that does not speak any good thing, you should dispel it and rebuke it out of your life. Be it in the house of God, wherever you are. Any wrong word, be it said about your life, about your family, about your children. Know that every word that is spoken has an effect on you. Any evil word that is spoken... That has an effect on you. It has an effect on your mind and will cause negative influence. And when it causes negative influence, it stops the flow of God from having a positive influence in your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's turn our Bibles to Proverbs 15 verse 4. It says, a gentle tongue with its healing power is a tree of life. But willful contrariness in it breaks down the spirit. Let's read it in the New Living Translation as well. Gentle words are a tree of light. Life, a deceitful tongue, crushes the spirit. Hallelujah. Let's always be conscious to speak gentle words. We should be slow to anger and we should be slow to speak. For when you have a gentle word in your mouth, when you have gentle words in your spirit, you are a tree of life. You are giving life to every situation. Hallelujah. But a deceitful tongue is not somebody who is just deceitful or is malicious in his thoughts. A deceitful tongue is one who does not know how to harness his emotions. Every little thing stirs you up, either makes you angry, makes you sad. Any negative emotion that you experience and you speak it forth, you have a deceitful tongue. Because then tongue was made to speak life. It was made to speak words of, of inspiration, words of good things. That will make your body, your spirit, your life, everything about you sweet. But if you speak anything contrary to what the word of God says, contrary to the good things that has been put in your spirit to say, you are a deceitful person. Therefore, you are a deceiver of God's people. And anyone who is a deceiver of God's people, you grieve the Holy Spirit and God will deal with you. Because on the judgment, he would ask you, Why did you use your tongue to deceive my people? Because knowing that every word that comes out of your mouth must edify a people, same way every negative word that comes out of your mouth, any evil word that is spoken, shall change the hearts of people. You are destroying the body of Christ. You are destroying the people of this world and you are aiding the enemy to do his work. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we can't be the same people we stand and pray, stopping the wilds and machinations of the enemy. And at the same time, we use that same mouth to pray, and we are using that same mouth to speak evil. Hallelujah. We should not contradict ourselves. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hope you are being blessed tonight. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians 4, verse 29 to 32. Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 29 to 32. He said, Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth. Any word that comes out of your mouth that is not from the word of God, or that does not carry any goodness or provide sweetness to an individual, a situation, a circumstance, that word is worthless. And that makes you a worthless person. So if you are an evil speaker, if you only promote evil counsel, if you are always allowing negative things to be said, irrespective of who you say you are as a child of God, you are a worthless person because you are not promoting the life that God has given you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not offend Or vex. Or sadden him. These three things. Do not offend the Holy Spirit. Make sure that everything you are doing, you do not offend him. Tonight, make it your conscious effort that you will rather offend man and please God. Rather than offend God and please man. Hallelujah. Today I was being told of a situation where... Somebody had gotten herself pregnant, but she's not married. And she wants to go and abort the child. Then the thought that came to mind was, okay, in this modern day, there are so many ways to prevent pregnancy. Even if you fall into fornication, you are not supposed to. But with all the things that are happening now that give us the information to do so, you did not do that. Now, pregnancy has set in. Why are you wanting somebody else to bear the consequences of your action when it is you who did it and you do not want to bear the, the consequence of giving birth to the child and in giving birth to the child, you're like, okay, I'm going to marry the person just because I've gotten pregnant and I don't want people to shame me. And you never know, maybe God's plan for your life was not even to be with that person. But the fact that you got pregnant doesn't mean that God's plan for your life is still different. Maybe you diverted the course of God's plan, but you do not go into a situation thinking that men will not talk. Nobody will say anything because I am married now. So even if I got pregnant before I married, when I married, I'm still married. So the child will be born out of wedlock and will be born when I am married. Why would you want to please man? Because even when people marry today and two weeks later or a week later they conceive, there will be people who will say that, ah, she was pregnant before she married. There will be people who say ah, so that's why they want us to marry now. So before, even if they don't say you were pregnant before you married, they'll be like, ah. They were even intimate before they married. So they, they are coming out telling us that we should keep ourselves and our stain, They, there. They are doing it and then they married first, got pregnant and now they are telling us that we did. there, we shouldn't do that. They will say it anyway. So why would you rather please God? Because you will not force yourself into a marriage that you know you will not be happy. Just because of a consequence of fornication has brought about pregnancy. That child is an innocent child. But would you want to go into a marriage that is not working? To live in pain and suffering. And even in that pain and suffering, you might even forget God, and even not have the chance to serve God properly. Or you rather have the child, irrespective of what people will say. Just because you fornicated and got pregnant and gave birth out of wedlock, doesn't give anybody the right to judge them. That's what comes the self righteousness. The fact that what you are doing in secret has not come out does not give you the right to talk about somebody who went to have sex got pregnant without having a husband and has given and you are judging the person because there is no one that can say that he has not faulted or he has not committed a sin and ask God for forgiveness there are no levels of sin every sin is sin but God is merciful hallelujah so even in our mistakes Even in our trials, even in our troubles, He is there with us, willing to give us an outstretched arm of comfort. But you see, the human race has been made in such a way that they always want to chastise. They always want to judge, think themselves better than the other. But tonight, God wants you to understand that. Make sure you do not sadden the Holy Spirit. Make sure you do not vex Him. Make sure you do not offend Him. Because by whom you were sealed, You were made for his glory. You've been marked for his excellence. You've been branded as his own. And you are secured for the day of redemption. Of final deliverance through Christ. From evil and the consequences of sin. Hallelujah. You've been redeemed. You've been justified by him coming to die for you. And he's justified you and given you a chance to stand with him. You walk in his righteousness to be the expression of him. So he has given you this mandate and this power. So irrespective of what you are seeing or what you are going through, always have the consciousness that I am of God. And if anyone is of God, he cannot be in sin no evil can come out of me therefore no evil is permitted to stay in my mind no evil is permitted to be part of my being because I am set apart and branded and if you are branded for somebody forever and ever you are forever that person and if you are branded you are branded according to the status and what makes the person unique we have different types of rice we have lily rice, gino rice Cindy Rice. All of them are branded, but the taste and the quality of the rice is in the brand. So when you know the kind of brand and the kind of um, the level of goodness that it's supposed to carry you will go with that brand. And Christ's brand is the ultimate brand. It's the ultimate brand of righteousness, or perfection. Therefore, you are made perfect automatically once you are in Him. But you need to make it a conscious effort to daily walk in that perfection by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So instead of grieving Him, saddening the Holy Spirit, you connect to the Holy Spirit on an intimate level and say, Holy Spirit, take over my every step. I ask that every word that shall come out of my mouth every situation I shall not be a carrier of evil speaking I shall not be a carrier of evil counsel but I shall be a carrier of good counsel so that I can minister to people irrespective of what the situation they are going in whatever they are having the challenge with whatever comes out of my mouth is going to edify your people hallelujah verse 31 Let all bitterness and indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, and resentment, anger, animosity, and quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander, evil speaking, abusive or blasphemous language. Whatever you say that is contrary to the word of God, is a blasphemous word. Hallelujah. And refuse to be somebody who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, who blasphemes against Jesus Christ. Because if you are a carrier of his spirit and he lives in you and dwells in you, you cannot do anything else but to do what he asks you to do. Hallelujah. Therefore, be and all these things be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill, or baseness of any kind. All these things should be banished from you because it cannot be part of the brand of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The brand of God does not allow these things. So yes, because of where we are in this world, we have emotions, we have feelings, which can be manipulated because of, of where we are, we are in the world, we are where the devil has placed around it. but you see, because we live above, though we are here, we live above, so we need to live above the emotions and evil feelings of this world, hallelujah, so that we can always stand in the place of where we are as children of God and in the authority of Christ and manifest his glory and express his nature all the days of our lives, hallelujah, Verse 32 and become useful and helpful. Please let's read it all together. And become useful and helpful and kind to one another, tender hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving hearted, forgiving one another, readily and freely. As God in Christ forgave you. Hallelujah. This gives us what we are supposed to do. So tonight, you want to make it a point. You want to tell the Holy Spirit. You want to surrender yourself totally and completely to him. Shall we rise to our feet? You want to tell Holy Ghost that, Lord Jesus... I want to become useful and helpful and kind to my brother, to my sister to anyone around me that even in this dark and perverse world where in these last days men are lovers of themselves and it seems like there are no more good men. You will want to lift up your hand and say, Lord, I am a good man. Lord, I am available for people to see that irrespective of what is going on in the world now, in these last days, I am standing as a general. I am standing as your child, as your vessel. I am a good man. In this person dark world with all the wrong things that are going on. I am the light and I'm shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Wherever I go, I sign for the life of God. Wherever I stand, I am giving up the glory and I'm expressing the favor for I stand in his grace. And you want to tell the Lord that I am walking in compassion. I am walking in understanding. And my heart is full of you that I am loving everyone. Everyone that you have ordained and caused me to love, irrespective of what they might do to me. I refuse to see the actions that are done in this world. And I only want to see you. For I see you. I see Jesus in everybody. I see life and death. Life in every situation. I refuse to confess death. I refuse to confess any evil thing. Therefore, I will not speak evil against my brother. Every problem that I have with my brother, I will go to him in love and deal with that situation. When I have a challenge and a brother comes to me in gossip and slander, I will rebuke him in love. I will reprove him and tell him that we should walk in love. That evil speaking will not help us. And that I refuse to have any need negative influence based on any evil speaking that has been spoken to me and you want to touch your heart and say Lord any evil word that has come out of my mouth that has caused and formed the words of evil counsel that have formed the words of evil counsel in any situation in this house in my home wherever I found myself Lord forgive me Turn every evil word that I have spoken that has caused a negative influence. Therefore, giving the wrong perception about my pastor, about my leader, about my boss, about my son, about my daughter, about my mother, about my friend, about my sister. Holy Ghost, forgive me uh, for I come holy uh, and I surrender myself uh, and I cut off and I say, uh, I reverse every evil word that I have spoken, every slanderous word I have said. Every gossip that I have sat to sit with people and gossip about God's people, to gossip about pastors, to gossip about God's general, to gossip about church members, to cause strife to cause discord, to cause break, to cause division especially in the house of God Lord I repent so that you shall not be vexed with me that you shall not express your wrath on me, that I want to live right, that from today I live myself uh, for your use uh, and I repent of everything that I have said wrongly I refuse to be a carrier of evil counsel I refuse to sit and gather people uh, to speak ill about anyone in the name of Jesus we also want to declare that father give me the heart to forgive daily every day, uh, wholeheartedly uh, as God in Christ uh, forgives us uh, in the name of Jesus. uh, Take your time. uh, Look into your spirit. uh, You know yourself. You know the words that you have spoken. uh, We know the things that we have said. uh, The complaining words that we have complained. How we have murmured. And in that we have grieved the Holy Spirit and said wrongful things uh, about our brother, our sister. In the house of God, we have caused so much pain, bitter Son is strive to be to be to be to be built and stay in the house but tonight by the standard and the finger of the lord uh, you want to declare all evil counsel uh, that has been spoken uh, in this house uh, we send it out uh, in the name of jesus uh, no more strife uh, that anyone that has availed his or herself uh, to be an agent of strife or slander of gossip uh, today i come to you you better change uh, or god himself uh, will visit you and he will deal with you it is not a man that is going to confront you and when the Holy Ghost confronts you I can tell you it is not going to be nice so tonight you want to tell yourself Holy Ghost I am coming to you I am surrendering cleanse me from all unrighteousness and I will not harden my heart Hey, in the name of Jesus and if there is anyone that is hardening their heart Holy Ghost brood over them and deal with them accordingly in the name of jesus anyone uh, that has allowed himself uh, to be used uh, to be made a spirit uh, of strife uh, to contend with the things of god uh, holy ghost uh, deal with them uh, wherever they are in their homes uh, anywhere that they are so far as they are members of this house uh, and they call themselves children of god uh, i enforce your counsel uh, i enforce and I activate your power that holy ghost uh, Deal with your people. Deal with them. those who want to be changed, uh, deal with them. Uh. Those who refuse to be changed, uh, deal with them uh, the way that you want to deal with them. Uh, right now, uh, that strife, uh, evil speaking, uh, evil counsellor, uh, is out of this house uh, and we will no more tolerate it. Uh, anyone that shall come, that shall speak any evil word, uh, we will confront you and we will shut you up uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, for we are people of God uh, and we want to build uh, and promote the kingdom name of God so we will speak right uh, and we will not allow evil counsel to generate negative influence and it shall not prevail uh, the wrong perceptions uh, that are being promoted Uh, we cut them off uh, and we promote good counsel uh, good influence um, positive vibes uh, in the house of God uh, in our lives uh, in the name of Jesus um, and by evil counsel that we have stopped the blessings of God uh, we say let there be a release uh, let there be a release uh, by the power of the holy ghost uh, i lift up my voice uh, and i cry out uh, holy ghost uh, holy ghost uh, move among your people uh, you know our hearts and deal well with us uh, those that are ready uh, minister to us uh, those that are not ready, oh God, uh, contend with them. Uh, contend with us uh, in the name of Jesus. Just lift up your voice and thank him. Thank him and just honor him. Just honor him, for he has listened to our prayers. Jesus,
1: Jesus, Jesus, there is something about your name. Master, Savior, Jesus, let all heaven and earth proclaim, King There is something about your name let the world see Jesus in your eyes it's a simple song let the world see Jesus in your eyes let our eyes be the window for people to see the love of God show them love they can't deny they can't deny